0: This is Aton Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys.
1: This podcast is made in collaboration with The Jewish Journal. Check them out at jewishjournal.com. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, israelnationalnews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, Check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, visit 2njb.com donate. July 1st was a date some Israelis were looking forward to. For the past few months, most Israelis have been speaking about one thing. Well, except for Corona. Annexation a.k.a. instilling Israeli law in much of the West Bank, or Judea and Samaria. Since the Six-Day War in 1967, when Israel conquered the area, Israeli citizens have been living there in settlements under military rule. Annexation would change that permanently, and settlers would cease to be settlers. They would be living de facto in the state of Israel. Of course, in Israel, nothing's ever that simple— this plan split the country in two, those who prayed for annexation, and those who dreaded it. Uri Zaki is a political activist, a member of the Meretz party, one of Israel's more left-wing parties. He is the founder of Democracy Strikes Back, an organization that strives to be, quote, the assaultive tool in the struggle for the Israeli democracy. Uri is also the partner of MK Tamal Zandberg, who we had the pleasure of hosting on the podcast. Check out episode 34. We are super happy, super thrilled to be joined by Uri Zaki to discuss the deal of the century, democracy in Israel, and much, much more. Thank you so much for joining us. Just a bit
0: closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. It's the uh, social distancing that
2: I'm following. Um, So
1: it took us three years since we had your partner, uh, Tamal Zandberg, to get you.
2: Uh, well, you, you didn't try three years ago, and, and now with uh, all these uh, limitations, when somebody tells me, come to Yadaliyao, where we're uh, taping this, I uh, immediately said yes.
1: Uh, Any chance to get out of the house? few corrections, though. Yes. First, yes.
2: the organization, my organization is called the Front for P- the Protection of Democracy.
0: Okay. okay. I took yes. it from the website. Maybe I took really? the wrong phrase. It's an for... event.
2: It's an event called uh, ah, Democracy Strikes Back, but the uh, okay. actual... Uh, organization, check it out okay. um, at, at www.hachazit, which is spelled h a c h a z i t dot org l. Um, I'll put links in the description as yeah. well. Yeah, and the second correction, which is um, uh, with more substance, but you know, we this is the reason uh-huh. we are here to to discuss is it's you you kind of ignored the fact that who the the people who live under military uh rule for the past uh 53 years in the uh West Bank/Judean slash Judea and Samaria are uh, almost 3 million Palestinians today they right. are the ones who are actually living under but they military won't be control. annexed this is a a very good question whether uh you can have such enclaves like the uh uh the the uh, Israeli uh and to a certain degree, the American plan uh, assume, but uh, you know the territory is a is a whole, and uh, you cannot really, uh, you know. Netanyahu spoke of, of subjects, the Palestinians who live uh, in the areas that would be annexed. We we drove we drove right into the to the issue. It's um, Continue, yeah. So uh, Netanyahu used the the, the term subjects which is a colonial term, you know, to say that even he, he uh, and again, I will, I will you know, in, in, a se- in a sec, I will zoom out and, and to say why I think annexation is an anti-Zionist uh, plan, any annexation, uh, unilateral one, at least. But if, I you know, I'm, I'm putting that aside and, and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to Netanyahu and, and he said, the Palestinians that would be, you know you can't refrain from having any Palestinian uh, in any annexation in the uh, uh, the West Bank slash Judea and Samaria. I'm, I'm I'm emphasizing those two terms because you know as a uh, an Israeli Jew, uh, you know I feel that Judea and Samaria is a, is a you know a good description to the area, the biblical area, and there is a reason why the right wing uh, can it. no, but uses this term. This is since uh, Begin. And the West Bank is also a, a legit term because it, it you know, it defines it's. It's some, sometimes it's funny. Like you, you, you would listen to to Israeli uh, news, and when they refer to settlers, they said uh, this and that happened in Judea and Samaria today, and then when they refer to the Palestinians, I don't know uh, something happened in Nablus. Uh, they, they refer to the West Bank, as if these are yeah. two different... And
1: if, if you're listening from the outside, you're like, what's the problem? These guys get yeah, the West Bank. And these guys they get, get
2: Samaria. Exactly. And We're talking about the same area. okay? Right. An, an area which is uh, about 22% of, of uh, British mandatorial um, Palestine. Uh, 78% is proper Israel, about 22%. Is what was referred to as the West Bank, the West Bank of the Jordan River. Of course, the mm-hmm. Eastern Bank is uh, the Kingdom of Jordan.
1: We usually have to ask our guests to do this, and I love the fact that you did it on. You know that you gave that. You kind know of the trail. context
2: <laughs> for our listeners. Yeah, I you know I, I spent some time in uh, in the states uh, dealing with those issues, yeah. and you know I know. Uh, my, and and, bef- and besides, you know this is this is important. Uh, yeah. Know, because yeah. we use as Israelis, by the way, many Israelis. To our uh, listeners from uh, overseas, many Israelis would know would not know why the West Bank is called the West Bank. For instance, it, it, you know. Don't assume that if you don't know that, it means that you're
0: right. You know, and the reason is, it's
2: the Jordan River. It refers uh, to the yeah, Jordan, exactly. River. Jordan River and the eastern bank of the Jordan River is what, Jordan. The, the kingdom of Jordan, the Hashemite Kingdom of Jordan,
0: which is uh, also part of the dream, the historic dream of the, some parts of the Zionist movement. It's it, right. The, Was the, part uh, of British Mandatory Palestine. Yeah.
2: Not 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 really. I mean, only for for a few for, months. But yeah. uh, it became uh, very soon. Uh, it, it it became part of the it became a kingdom, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not not a truly independent one, but it, it became a kingdom. It, it is true that it's part. First of all, of course, of some parts of it are parts uh, that the, where Israelites were uh, would settle, although it's not part of the uh, Promised Land. Mm-hmm. If you uh, read the, well, at least not the uh, proper. Uh, the Promised Land is also till but, the Euphrates. Yeah, it, it depends how you look at it. But uh, for instance, the Shemitah uh, laws do not apply there. Uh, while they do apply in uh, anywhere west of the, of the Jordan. Um, so, so what? Why is annexation uh, anti-Zionist? Right. We uh, I dove too much into it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's good though. So, um, I I I I got to, into this because I, I referred to the to, to the word subjects that Netanyahu used ah, yes, for yes, the Palestinians, yes, yes. and and we know subjects are uh, people with. Uh, some kind of status, but not an equal status. So we're talking about, and on, on even the small annexed areas, you you would have, according to Netanyahu himself, you would have um, two uh, separate populations with two separate uh, sets of rights and legislation. That that's you know uh, the the in modern times that is uh, called apartheid. I know we hate to use. I, I used to call it the A word when I when I was in the United States because I really didn't want to connect Israel to, to that uh, regime. But if this would be done, and that leads me to your question, we are, you know, Zionism is based on two pillars. On two pillars. Since the dawn of, of, of Zionism, since uh, Theodor Herzl came up with the, uh, uh, the notion of a Jewish state, Judenstadt, in his uh, famous uh, uh, booklet or, or letter uh, to the Rothschilds, um, two basic elements were there already one pillar is uh, jewish uh, uh statehood. nation sovereignty. statehood sovereignty yeah. and the other one is democracy if you look at the uh zionist congress it was the second political body to have uh, equal rights to women for instance uh voting rights for women the first one was new zealand by the way um if you read uh jabutinsky the founder of the today Likud party of, of the the stream in Zionism the right wing uh, stream very much the democracy is there from the beginning of course also uh, 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 Beryl Katzen and and Ben Gurion and Begin and and everybody if, if you read any Zionist leader or scholar that those two pillars were always there now the problem the fact that we did not ne- we never uh, annexed so far and you had different uh, governments in power in Israel you had uh, uh, labor and I'm talking pre-67 uh, uh, labor you know a party that was more, much more hawkish than, than today what is left of labor and I'm talking about Begin who was you know you talked about the two banks of the Jordan River he, he came he was the leader of the movement who said that those two banks are, are ours and he was the one who annexed the Golan Heights, he never annexed uh, the West Bank, Judea and Samaria. Um, and the reason for that is the population over there. And if you annex it, then you, you, you come to a, 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 to a junction where you have to choose between those two pillars that I talked about. The first one being the uh, national homeland of the Jewish people. And the other one is democracy. And why do you have to choose? Because if you annex... Seriously, the the whole uh, settler population, or most of it, that means you. You uh, and if if we saw the maps we're talking about, you you basically annex everything in that area. You uh, live bubbles. You live exactly enclaves. In, okay.
1: Enclaves. You you live of in
2: Palestinian cl- population of populists. And, and and again, right now we're talking about a half a million Jewish uh, Israeli settlers in the West Bank, uh, Judea and Samaria and roughly 3 million Palestinians, less than 3 million, but somewhere between 2.5 and 3 million Palestinians. So there's a a majority of Palestinians there. Um, Of course, you can always say, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the easy solution is, you know, you don't annex the Palestinians. That's what you said. But it doesn't work. I mean, you can't have such a huge population. You know, some of the uh, right-wing leaders, such as Bennett and others, talk about let's annex Area C. Now, Area C is, again, I'll, explain to our uh, uh, listeners. Um, in Oslo, in uh, the, the Oslo process, in, in, which started in 93 and later on in 95, the West Bank was divided into uh, three sections. Uh, this was an interim agreement that was supposed to end in May 1999 in a permanent status agreement that would resolve all outstanding questions. Now, it never ended. Uh, Robin was uh, assassinated, then Netanyahu took... Uh, uh, Power for the first time, and then in, in, in May '99, uh, Netanyahu was in power. He did want, he did not want to go on that track of a Palestinian state. And when Barack was uh, replaced, him uh, started a peace process, which ended up uh, with a failure and a second intifada that um, pushed everything much, much, much further away from any solution. So we are still depending on an, an interim agreement that was signed in 1995. And in 1995, the area was um, uh, divided. divided into uh, three sections, A, B, and C. Uh, area A, where the Palestinian Authority uh, has full control. It's a very small territory. It's only the territory, the boundaries of the large Palestinian
0: urban uh, centers. Uh, it's not full, full, full control, though, right? Even Area A is, in fact, under Israeli military. You're absolutely right.
2: It's under full Administrative right. control. Autonomy, the,
0: but... Exactly. Autonomy, it's even minus. Yeah,
2: yeah. Bravo. You're completely right. And I wanted to... to I can go to, to merits that. now. I, I call... <laughs> I no, can that's, lead merits. That's, before we go to facts. what's good or bad, these are facts. Yeah. The the sovereign, de facto sovereign of the West Bank, Judea and Samaria, is the uh, commander, the, the uh, uh, territorial commander. In Israel's case, it's the... Uh, uh, commander of the uh, Central Command, uh, the, the general—I uh, I don't even remember who's the general right now. I, I remember he's in isolation right now because of coronavirus. Yeah, because um, we
0: conquered it in '67 in the war. Because
2: we are occupying it, according to uh, Israel, very um, early in the game, said we're occupying it according to the uh, to the uh, Geneva Convention, and it's an occupied territory. So. In, it's true that in ninety three the the Palestinian Authority was uh, uh, was launched, and it's true that there is an autonomy there. By the way, uh, and that's what I wanted to get to, they control the only the, as you said, administri- uh, admi- administrative control, the cities where most of the people live, both in Israel and in uh, and in uh, uh, the West Bank. And we're talking about, I believe, something like 15 percent or something that don't catch me in the numbers because I didn't do my homework before coming here. It's all for my mind. Uh, But it's it's something like that. Then they have only civil control, but not the uh, security control over areas B, which are the suburbia. Of those urban uh, a and centers. b together
0: are like sixty percent, seventy percent. No, they're like thirty percent. Thirty percent.
2: Thirty percent. Okay, They are thirty percent of the of the territory. That's, okay, and, and mind you, I'm talking. We're talking about thirty percent of twenty two percent of yeah, of mandatory uh, is, uh, uh, Palestine, Palestine or uh, yeah. Israel, right? And for them, historically, they re- regard as as much as we do. They regard the the whole country as as uh, as their promised. Uh, uh, I don't know nation or.
0: Lent. yeah.
2: Not um, so much their promised land they, as
0: well, their well, homeland. As their
2: homeland, exactly. Um, I, I had in mind the the uh, the Latin, because I'm I'm, a, I'm a, an amateur historian of Latin, of Roman history, and, and patria is the um, ah, right is the uh, fatherland. Roman, yeah, exactly. Um, so we're, we're talking about. Uh, 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 a very small area that is controlled by the the uh, Palestinians. I should say in parenthesis that uh, ever since the year two thousand and one, uh, after the second intifada, the the uh, difference between areas A and B is doesn't really exist because although according to the Oslo Accords, Israel was is not allowed to operate uh, its security forces, are not allowed to penetrate area A. They do it on a day on a weekly basis, I would say these days, and. Although it's a breach of the agreement, the agreement still uh, stays on. I, w- al- I would also say that Abu Mazen Mahmoud Abbas, the president, so-called president of the Palestinian Authority, uh, said in many occasions that he regards, till recently, till the annexation plan, he regards the uh, mil- the uh, security uh, cooperation between the Palestinian Authority and Israel as a sacred cooperation, like. Many of the, the fact that we have peace and quiet in the next last uh, ten years, Netanyahu attributes it to himself. It's a lot because of this co- uh, cooperation between right. uh, the Palestinian forces and the. So if you want to see forces. how it looks
0: like, just watch Fauda. Exactly before yeah, right
2: yeah yeah, and you see the co- cooperation there. So, um, w- so wh- have, well, why those, let's, those let's enclaves? Focus, let's so focus we, we're talking on... about enclaves that uh, are are about. Thirty percent of the territory. It's true that in the uh, Trump plan, they're talking about seventy percent of the territory going to the Palestinians, but uh, leaving the uh, Jordan Valley and Jerusalem uh, all uh, under Israeli uh, sovereignty. And that's the um, that's a dictate. But before we get to that, okay, because right now Netanyahu doesn't talk about accepting the the Trump plan, and and I can explain why the Trump plan is a is a non-starter in in my. Uh, uh, in my mind, uh, but it's different than what Netanyahu is trying to do. And it, it also, it, it's integral to the uh, pl- Trump plan in the fact that the Trump plan, the deal of the century, also talks about an annexation now while the Palestinian state might, if they'll accept all terms. Uh, uh, That's the beauty. It's a beauty for whom? because as i said before <laughs> this <the> is anti-Zionist. it's the art of the deal <laughs> yeah. i don't know what kind of deal this this is a suicidal uh, deal for israel yeah. because when when you do what what uh, this annexation and i'm going back to the the territories i'm talking about we're talking about enclaves okay of, of palestinian uh, 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 autonomous rule in a mass israeli sovereignty part of israel but you annex all these people but you don't uh, uh, no you annex
0: most of the Population you annexed like ninety percent it's of, Jewish. Of the, when you yes, if you annex according the to the pl- territory,
2: talk, they're talking about for instance the Jordan Valley. You you annex a, a massive amount of land, and you leave those enclaves of Palestinian territories. Okay, even if it's thirty percent. Okay, yeah, thirty percent. But this is the whole unpopulated uh, area it's not populated by the way there are about hundred fifty thousand palestinians living in the jordan valley much more than israeli uh, jewish settlers um and you don't you're not planning to give them any any uh uh, civil rights you're not not going to even those people you're not going
1: uh, not to not to give them citizenship i just want to because we're about to i think get into a little bit of uh talking about the issues and the different sides I think you did a, an excellent job of laying down the facts. There's, but as you mentioned, these were facts. So I do want for our listeners because there were a few things that I think that maybe are debated on on the uh, on both sides. One is the population that you mentioned, which is, uh, a, you know north of three million uh, Palestinians living in the West Bank. No, so, I said s-
2: somewhere between two and a half and three.
1: Two and a half and three. So many people see it more closer to two, maybe even below two. There's there's questions about. The credibility uh, censuses that are run and the Mm -hmm. estimations of the population because the
0: Palestinians, of course, they have uh, an interest to, Mm -hmm.
1: but that's that's one which is probably more controversial. Uh, and the other issue is that the idea that it's an apartheid state when you call a certain population of its subjects, I think, is also not necessary. I mean, apartheid is when you have citizens that are. Uh, receiving two different levels of rights, right? I don't think anybody's suggesting that these Palestinians will become citizens at a lower... And and <laughs> you might call this semantics, but no, I think uh, there, in any democracy, you have you have people who aren't citizens of the state and they don't have full rights. Yeah, but
2: these are not immigrants. These are people who, who are living there under, by the way, under Israeli control. There's right. is a de facto situation like that for the past 53 years. But we're talking about a, a de jure uh, change, which is... Uh, very significant because you know if you rely on, on the the laws of war, of war and the Geneva uh, conventions of occupation and so on and so forth, that's something that inherent to that situation is temporary. Uh, it's temporary nature. If you do that, if you annex those territories without granting the citizenship to all its um, population, even though to those areas, then you create. An apartheid situation Because What are these people So
1: Many would say you, And we've had You know Guests on the podcast We've talked about Giving people a road To citizenship oh, Meaning Well hold on Hold on Because I, I want to get, to, what basis? I want to, get why, to your why, What's the base? What's the, the difference basis Between is, them The basis is Swearing allegiance To the state
2: But why Why are they different
1: Because when you have An enemy population What do
2: you mean Enemy population
1: I mean The, the Israelis And Palestinians So if they're are, enemy
2: why, why are you going To annex them
1: but uh, I, so that that brings us to the question: What is if if okay? Because I if think we live them out. If we
0: enclaves, them. then we don't annex them. But again,
2: you're creating. By the way, uh, the, the apartheid uh, regime had uh, two different uh, uh, ways to. Uh, uh, they they came up with this genius uh, idea. Also, it it was called Bantustan. They they had certain enclaves of blacks, and they said, "Okay, let's solve the the uh, idea. We'll have uh, small nations." uh which together would be the the bantustans and and they they will solve the idea because as you say you know these are not citizens they have their own autonomy they are the bantustans this is also part of apartheid by the way apartheid and 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 look it up on the um uh definition everybody's welcome to uh, open up the uh uh treaty against apartheid and 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 the definition of that uh, crime and we're talking about when you when you have uh, an area Uh, under your control which has two different which uh, not only has two different uh, sets of rules but but uh, uh, according to your ethnicity or your uh, national background you treat other groups differently then this is this uh, comes up to uh, to being an apartheid again this is not Jewish it's anti-zionist and why the hell do we need that that's you know. Why, the, why do we need that?
1: But the apartheid was pr- primarily based on ethnicity or race, as you know. And what's the and difference not, here? This is different. This is nationality. This is the fact that I mean, there are plenty of Arabs living in Israel that have full citizenship, right. full rights. And that's different. And and reach you know the highest levels of government, the the highest levels. But you're not of, granting
2: this to to them. And no, so you're, that's what I'm
1: saying. But if, I'm saying the idea that it's similar to apartheid kind of breaks down. It's when identical. You, when you, it's because it's not based on race. I,
2: I don't say that the, it is based on race. It's based on the race, that the fact that these are Arabs and we are Jews. And uh, it's true that Arabs here will have, you have now.
1: There's what, a, a million and a half, two million By the Arabs, way, if you're Israel? so
2: sure that there are only uh, two million uh, Palestinians there, why not, annex, why not annexing the whole area and granting them all uh, citizenship? I, I don't care for what you wish for. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm just saying I'm not sure I'm against that. Many Palestinians see that because they are sure that there are more Palestinians uh, than what you think. So that's the reason why it's a junction, because if there were a
1: demographic win, basically. Exactly. And
2: Israel would cease to be a Jewish homeland, because at one point, if you will have one person, one vote and...
0: That's the irony of Israeli politics, because many right-wingers say, yeah, let's do that. And the left-wingers say, no, if we annex the entire po- Palestinian population in the territories, we'll cease to exist because they'll they'll kick us to the sea, no, which is a, a it, bit of a right-wing I don't, I don't perception. Think,
2: by the way, I don't think the, the, they'll necessarily kick us to the sea. I, I, I wouldn't take that chance. Uh, I believe that uh, the Jewish people should not be the first, second or third people to give up on the uh, national identity of their uh, uh, country because we are you know the 20th century told us something that we do need
0: a majority and control
2: first and foremost we need a country of our own so to give that up it's 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 we should not be the uh, guinea pigs for that uh, you know uh, I see now Spain is torn and, and, and I, I don't I, I, I don't think that we should be the the, the first ones to, to try that um, even regardless of whether we're going to be kicked to the sea or just give give up on the, the nature of this country. By the way, it's not the left. There are some people on the left, on the far left, would say, yes, that's, you know, that's uh, the universal uh, notion. It's true that the far, far left and the far, far right, uh, I, I wouldn't say the far right, the far, far left, and some uh, elements in the right that still have the, Dignity and 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 uh, the obligation to follow democracy say that, what you say. Because mm-hmm. most people on the right, whether the extreme right or today even the mainstream right, are very easy on giving up, uh, giving democratic rights, civil rights to the Palestinians. Right. Because you have, I mean, the Begin heritage, Menachem Begin, you know, when he spoke, when, when he was asked, why don't you annex on the one hand or why... Why do you go to this autonomy? You know he started the notion of autonomy with, in Camp David with uh, Egypt. He said, and he was careful because uh, back then Israel had uh, diplomatic ties with uh, uh, South Africa and had uh, uh, close collaboration. He said, "I don't want to. Uh, we cannot uh, have the Palestinians living in uh, Rhodesia." He used Rhodesia instead of South mm-hmm. Africa because he didn't want didn't want to assault, uh, insult the um, modern day uh, Zimbabwe, South- right? But Rhodesia was a place where the uh, white farmers yeah. had um, more rights than the uh, black population. So Menachem Begin, the mythological, I would say, the, 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 the greatest leader of the Likud party, Netanyahu's party, wouldn't even imagine a situation where you control or you have sovereignty over a, over a uh, territory without giving full rights. And you hear that with uh, folks like uh, our pr- current president, uh Ruvy Rivlin, who still follows this notion. Uh, so these are the people who would say, let's grant everybody... But um, what's the difference?
0: Is there something we missed with your... Can, no, no okay. we can get to it after. Uh, what's the difference between the current status quo and the scenario in which we annex only Jewish population and leave the Palestinians out? What's the difference the, for the Palestinians? It's the all, same thing. The current, right?
2: The current status quo... Is horrible. It's not sustainable. It's a, uh, 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 an existential threat to the state of Israel, and uh, um, an uh, ever-growing uh, erosion on the Zionist vision. First, okay, of all, but so what's the first difference all, between those two scenarios? The, the 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 difference is you accelerate this erosion because if you go to if you go to annexation, that means that what you still claim you have a facade okay, right now that it's temporary, right, for 53 years, you
0: end that facade. 53 years is not that temporary.
2: You're right, but at least it's a facade. You, you give some hope that it's going to end. Um, and, and, you know, there were attempts to end it. There were there were uh, uh, actual uh, attempts to end it. I believe it could have uh, ended. We, we had uh, some luck problems uh, with those attempts. Um, but if you're next, so for the Palestinians... This is a sign that the, the, the route of, of going with Israel to a diplomatic solution, the, the, the direction that at least for sure Abu Mazen has been uh, leading in the past, um, when, when did he come to power? 15 uh, years. Something like that. Uh, has ended, has failed. Why? Because he, if, look, okay, so let's what go. What do more. I have to lose? You, we're talking about Palestinian. Palestinians. What do you have? What do you or the Palestinians? Me, us. You will, you will, will start. You will see uh, uh, a dire- a totally different direction of of Palestinian struggle. Might be violent, might not. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it will be a struggle to get one person one vote. To say, okay, we are now subjects on this. Uh, they will never accept a, a Palestinian state of of seventy percent. Why? Because it's seventy percent of. Uh the twenty-two percent that
0: that never say never that's maybe their in hundred years they perhaps will. go
2: with them to uh to uh to a negotiation and try to uh, to achieve that. I mean they were offered more than in the past, and it's not an offer uh which is uh a kind and respectful offer. It's it's the minimum because again, according to their national narrative, and you know, which is backed uh by you know facts, as we said before, by history, they have a claim to the whole. Uh, country which they call Palestine. They do not see only the West Bank as Palestine. They see where we sit right now as also part of Palestine, as much as we, at least, uh, whoever regards the Jewish heritage and, and the biblical heritage, they, uh, regards the, 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 the Judea and Samaria as part of our promised land. The compromise cannot, but it, it is true that because the fact that Israel occupied and is occupying this territory and remained... Uh, it, it was. It remained as an occupied territory, meaning that it has a temporary uh, status. If you annex parts of it, that's for them. They say, "Okay, we we were willing. Our leadership uh, is willing, and states that under any uh, in any interview and, and 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 speech, and you you hear Abu Mazen, you hear others. We're talking about a solution based on the sixty-seven lines, meaning the West Bank. If Israel now annexes." of those lines, that's it. So we'll go to a struggle at the end of it, at the end of the struggle, and don't think we'll ever be as powerful as we are. And by the way, our government's alliance with one stream in in American politics, uh, uh, which is extremely um, controversial, the person is controversial, uh, President Trump, uh, very much in a far from the Jewish community, which at the end of the day is the backbone of our special relations with the, the uh, United States with all due respect. I have a lot of respect to evangelical Christians. They they support the state of Israel based on on faith, uh, faith or whatever faith. I'm sorry, uh, but the fact that we have the support of, of 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 America and and the, the, the nature also, of the alliance is the, the Jewish comu- community there. And but there's also
1: the issue. I mean, of security, we provide certain benefits for the United States in the area and for uh, intel. Uh,
2: I would not count on that.
0: Yeah, honestly, I would not count on that. Well, they you think
1: you think that they care about Israel because of the, the six million Jews in the United States because yes. of the constituency? I think it, it's which it know, makes it's,
0: up what. Uh, Ninety percent of the donations for every campaign to the presidency, maybe seventy percent.
2: I think it's it's combination. I would not say it's only <laughs> money. money. I would not say it's only money. It's definitely part There's of it. I mean, plenty the Jewish, of uh, the Jewish community rich
0: conservative
1: donors. I don't the Jewish that. community and they're
2: already giving to the Democratic. The uh, Jewish party, community is the Jewish much more influential than its size in the United States. Uh, I believe that uh, the alliance between America and Israel, um, the the narrative of it was built based on on uh, the Jewish presence in in centers of power in centers of thinking in the United States and it's genuine it's based on also on the heritage of many American Jews uh, what uh, their families experienced and in your values and and yes there are also the mutual values but as you know, You don't think
1: Uh, that's central to it, the fact that Israeli and American values or there's common American and Israeli values of democracy and freedom and that Israel is like a strong foot in the uh, or stronghold in the the Middle East. I believe
2: it's part of it. I would not count on Israel to remain like that. America, uh, the United States has been very cynical uh, throughout the years uh, with whom it regards as its allies. Uh, if you take that aside, the, the United States itself, for instance, in Iran, when there was a democratic coup in 1951, uh, the uh, CIA um, uh, canceled that uh, democracy and brought uh, the, the Shah over. So I, I'm not sure that it's only based on, on democracy and all that. I believe it's, it's also part of it. And we should not see erosion in Israel's democracy or in the United States. But I, 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 I think that uh, I would say the following. I'm not saying that Israel should only align with the Democratic Party. I, I do not say that. I say that parts of the, uh, um, the asset that we have is be- Israel being a, a con- common denominator between the two, or has been a common denominator between the two uh, parties, a bipartisan issue, something that everybody agrees upon in the past uh, uh decade since netanyahu came to power it started with his uh blunt um uh interference with american domestic politics uh and, and the fight between the uh, republican-led uh, house and president obama over iran it continued with his uh, total alliance with president trump who's extremely unpopular not only but within gave the Jewish
0: lots of results
2: I do not. I, with all due respect to where the location of the the uh,
0: uh, American and the embassy is in the Golan Heights,
2: or that which I'm, I'm not sure it's an, uh, uh, any advantage to Israel for for real. It's only symbolic. I right. don't see the difference that happened since, or the difference that happened since the. Uh, I mean, I'm, I, I would be happy to have the U.S. embassy and all embassies in Jerusalem. It can happen happen very quickly if you'll have a, 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 a peace treaty with the Palestinians. The fact that only uh, Mr. Uh, Friedman now is the ambassador in Jerusalem and any other embassy uh, move there is not uh, by mistake. It happened because there's no consensus about that at all. So I don't think that really helped us. The, the uh, agreement or, or the, the, um, the aid, the military aid that President Obama signed to uh, uh, how many million billions? 30, mi- thirty billion. Thirty billion dollar uh, thirty plus uh, agreement that that uh, Obama provided Israel is much more helpful to Israel than this symbolic move of of the embassy. With all due respect, and it was a, a bipartisan um, issue. I mean, he was supported by by a uh, by uh, But Republican who signed mass.
0: it? Bibi signed the deal with Obama. Fine, but... After everything you discussed, they signed so, the Oh, deal.
2: thank you. Oh yeah, he was. He, so, he agreed to sign, getting thirty billion dollars in military aid to Israel. Wow, that's so uh, no, but amazing.
0: He's, he's saying it was so bad with the the I relationship. Think, but, I think he when? was.
2: I think Obama saw above Bibi, and he said, you know, Israel is our ally, and also Obama was affected by his constituencies and and the the fact that he has uh, himself uh, was uh, uh, um, you know he text, talks about it how uh, some Jewish leadership in Chicago. Uh, Helped to educate and 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 uh, uh, shape his uh, uh, perception on 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 life, and, and then he and
1: kicked and us in the shin at the end with that. Uh, I don't think that he, resolution I, that
2: resolution is pro israeli to the way I see it. Yeah, no, I because I, I think that... settlers settlements are anti-Zionist. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think settlers are settlements. The settlement enterprise is a suicidal enterprise. Um, he kicked enterprise. settlers in the shin. He he kicked uh, the Israeli extreme right wing notion that is now um, uh, being I'm
1: not extreme right wing I feel my shin hurt <laughs> No <I'm laughs> I don't think I band-aid. don't think he
2: he, he yeah. uh, I think what he did is is basically saying to Israel look the, I would not protect you over settlements because the settlements and by the way yeah. uh, before him there were much more he was very very gentle think of what Bush senior and even Bush uh, junior did uh, oversettlements uh, in, 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 the,
0: in history. Let's go back to the annexation. Let's go so, back to the so, annexation. So, like, okay, yes, I,
1: I, we've talked a lot about why the current uh, situation, why the current plan, the the deal of the century, quote-unquote, would be uh, a bad idea in your eyes, would be anti-Zionist, why any annexation would be, uh, and why the status quo is also... Unless it's agreed, agreed also, upon with the Palestinians. Yeah, unless it's agreed it upon. You
2: can have a, a land swap. Uh,
1: yeah, well i think we both think that'll be highly unlikely no? by the way
2: even the trump plan has land swaps and well, yeah, when we're talking about land the, swaps the, the, the proper israel the sovereign tr- israel territories the
1: key part of tr- the trump plan is that there's a little clause in there that basically doesn't wait for palestinian agreement there's no there's no line for the palestinians to sign on it's right. just an israeli signature right. that's needed so i i mean the status quo is not uh, acceptable the deal is and i don't mean to like this is like a counterpoint or anything I'm just wondering, what is in your eyes the plan for uh, what you know, would be a, 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 a sustainable peace and uh, a, a, a bright future in the Middle East? Like, I know that's a lot, but like you know, so, some kind future of future in the Middle East, some I, kind I, of idea I, I, of where I, we should I can be tell
2: heading. where exactly where where uh, what would be a good starting point for Israel to finally uh, start a, a, a better. Uh, more clear future where it knows what its borders are, and 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 knowing that for the foreseeable future of of a hundred years or so, at least, it would remain as a, a democratic Jewish homeland, and that's an agreement with the Palestinians. You I, you can't overtake that. You can't you can't pass that. It's and such an agreement should have several elements. I was part of a of an effort. Uh, a non-official one called the Geneva Accord. I don't know whether our listeners are aware of that. We're talking about uh, 18 years ago, or no, 17 years ago, that agreement was uh, signed. It was uh, signed by uh, former officials uh, in Israel, led by Dr. Yossi Beilin, uh, whom I used to be to work with uh, from the Israeli side, and uh, uh, Mr. Yasser Rabbo, uh, uh, a high official on the Palestinian side, uh, with uh, former generals, um, uh, academic academics, uh, and of course politicians from both sides. Uh, well, there are no generals in the Palestinian side, but folks who used to be to take uh, to be part of the armed struggle, I would say, against uh, Israel, and they they came up with a uh, an agreement, agreed upon uh, uh, draft agreement, I would call it, and it had several elements. Of course, we will not. I, I, I urge all our listeners, to look uh, the Geneva Accord up. Uh, but the, the main elements would be, first of all, for, for all of us, security, meaning that the uh, Palestinian state that would uh, uh, be established on the, uh, based on the 67 borders, not identical to the 67 borders, because there'll be uh, border changes. And most settlers, even according to that plan, would be annexed to Israel, all the areas that are adjacent to the Green Line, um, but in return, Israel would give up uh, territories uh, that are part of sovereign Israel that are not uh, that don't have any population. By the way, that specific element is also in the Trump plan, but of course, not one-on-one uh, ratio between uh, the, those territories.
1: What about major uh, population? Uh... Uh, centers like Ariel... So some of them would
2: be, according... In a sec, I will get to my uh, notion. But according to the Geneva plan, those areas would be part of Palestine and therefore be evacuated from... uh, Ariel
1: is what? Like 100,000 No, it's
2: 20,000.
1: 20,000, that's it? Yeah. Maybe 30. I think it's less than 30. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ah.
0: okay.
2: Unless you're with the Palestinian... Yeah, uh, maybe I'm... uh... (laughs) No, but there are there are. I mean, and we're talking about not that it's
0: that easy to evacuate. Exactly, I'm talking about a some city. something like
2: 180,000 uh, settlers that, according to the Geneva Accord uh, line, would be uh, in in uh, relocated. Exactly in, in in Palestine. But we're talking about security, okay? The Palestinian state would not have an army. Uh, Israel would have uh, uh, presence, but not necessarily physical presence of, of soldiers along the Jordan River, the Eastern uh, Front or uh, the, the former Eastern, Eastern Front, you would have there an international uh, uh, force that would uh, be uh, obligated to, to you know, maintain that, that uh, border for, again, for the foreseeable future. Uh, Jerusalem would be divided between Israel and, and Palestine. Uh, with uh, There, there is a, a, an internal division, Although I believe that that the, that the uh, um, Holy Basin, what is called the Holy Basin, uh, the Old City and its uh, surroundings, should be uh, without any sovereignty. These are these are territories that are sacred to uh, the three major monotheistic um, monotheistic uh, uh, religions, and uh, I would I would much rather having them being controlled by those uh, religions as a kind of a Vatican. Uh, But that's the the Geneva Accord. That's, by the way, that notion I just uh, uh, described, uh, where you have a joint, uh, um, I would say, uh, Jewish, Muslim, and and Christian, of course. Um, Although each denomination has within it many (laughs) many factions. But let's assume that they'll uh, get... When their, you look their, at Jerusalem, it's
1: just like, shit just gets so much more complicated, I wanted right? to say you shit, the, and I felt we're, it's not allowed nah, to say shit on, say on shit. this podcast. I yeah, just said shit like five can, times you now. You can't talk... Yeah, you can't talk about the Middle East without saying shit. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know, there's the Protestants and the Catholics and the Greek Orthodox and like... And you, the reforms
2: and the yeah, or, the uh, uh, conservatives and the Orthodox and Jews and, and the Muslim Shia and Sunni and so on and so forth. I don't know, but... I think that the, the holy basin is is very suitable it's it's uh, i believe one square kilometer this is like yeah. half a square mile we're talking about that that causes all the problems and all the great things about jerusalem right most of jerusalem is easily divided between jews and, and palestinians because uh, most of the neighborhoods are almost not are totally segregated okay so you can divide israel between uh, jews and, and palestinians jerusalem, quite easily yeah. jerusalem sorry so yeah <laughs> Jerusalem quite easily. Sorry, but
1: almost anything you could say about Jerusalem, you could say about Israel. I mean, no, I don't think so because
2: uh, there are much. It's
1: like a microcosm. Again, casa. in
2: in in Jerusalem, you have now um, about two hundred thousand uh, Palestinians, only in Jerusalem. So uh, a but divided. That's the Geneva plan. That's the Geneva plan, which I think can still be applied. One more element, by the way, is the Palestinian refugees. Another issue that you need to solve. Uh, the Geneva plan talks about most of the, uh, the, the, the uh, uh, I would say, default um, way for the Palestinian, uh, Palestinian refugee that wants to come back to, to their homeland would be the Palestinian state. Then they'll have other options of absorption around the world. And according to Israeli discretion, uh, what Israel wants to absorb, it would do th- th- that too. By the way, the Bennett plan, for instance, the right-wing plan, uh, which was more democratic than, than Netanyahu, said that, it, well, let's annex Area C, but we'll grant 150,000 Palestinian citizenship. The Geneva Accord assumes much less uh, Palestinians absorbed uh, into Israel as uh,
0: uh, But it was made citizens. before the Gaza Revolution, right? Yeah, it's true. Many things have happened I think since. It's, I
2: think most of it is still relevant. By the way, my problem with the Geneva Accord, which, as I said before, is is 17 or 18 years old now, 17 years old now, is not necessarily the, the, the issue of the Palestinians. I believe it's still, it can still apply. You, you had, the, the, I mean, you're talking about the division between Gaza and the West Bank. I agree, it, it's there. They just had a, a joint conference, you know, and they're starting to cooperate when there is the, the sign of, uh, of, of, of uh, annexation. Uh, you have the Gaza Hamas controlled, backed by Netanyahu. We should say that in order to uh, to divide the West Bank and and, and uh, Gaza, uh, I believe something can be worked out. Or, or I, and if they don't get their shit together, it's, uh, so then I'm talking uh, only on the West Bank. My problem, by the way, is with settlers. Uh, what do you do with settlers who already are four generation uh, settlers? I mean, if if you uh, relate to Palestinians and regard them as still refugees after uh, 72 years, how come uh, settlers that, and, and we're talking about, by the way, the, the older settler settlements uh, are on the areas where it would be very hard to annex, unless you, you, you massively annex, like Netanyahu wants to. Talking about uh, Shiloh and and Bethel and and, and all these uh, places, these biblical names, places. Elon they were there. Elon more They're all from from the uh, uh, mid uh, late seventies for the
0: first. Uh, not a coincidence. They were put there because of that. By
2: because. the Gouche, Yes, by by Sharon, by Gush Emunim. Uh, the whole and,
0: idea is to make it impossible to come to. An, I
1: agree,
2: but I, you know, as someone they who weren't respects, weren't put there.
1: They were allowed to. They weren't... They were put there. No, they weren't placed there. These people moved there on their free they will. They got got it a depends. lot of uh, economical um, benefits. It depends. Yeah, but these people it depends on their ideological purposes. I
2: agree that that, purposes. that that most of the settlers, what I just said is... is uh, Ariel, that you mentioned before, the big settlements are populated with folks who um, went there because of the social benefits. Uh, you know, it's um, cheaper housing. It is true that most of those settler, settlements... The smaller ones, but the ideological ones, which are much deeper uh in the um, in the territory, are more ideological they regardless knew who of they that, were dealing with Nobody regardless was of that lived there in the seventies right, know. but these might be their great sometimes because they they had many children they might be the great yeah. grandfathers of of four genera- fourth generation right. that was born there right and it it's difficult for me to say okay so let's just evacuate all these people because you know they didn't move there they, they were born there yeah, i have they're, to say
1: they're... that as a, as a child one of the most difficult memories for me was i mean because it, it wasn't i don't think it was so moving to me as a child but i remember watching my parents we used to live in the states back then but my parents reaction well i wasn't that young I was like fifteen, sixteen. Mentally you were but I was yeah, I was like four. I'm still <laughs> but um uh, but I, I um I remember watching my parents' reaction to the Gush Katif uh, evacuation right. and that was that was, you know, extremely difficult for many Israelis. Yeah. Um uh,
2: unfortunately, to be honest, I was then the chair of young merits and I had this um tent of of, of, of dialogue, uh just beside the uh, the the Gaza border um, uh, with Israel, and and, and there was uh, apathy in the Israeli public uh, opinion. Uh, you guys are too uh, young, and now you're after a decade of a Likud, of a Netanyahu-led uh, coalition. It was a Likud-led step, mind you. Uh, Arik Sharon was the the leader of the yeah. Likud back then, and he was he was the one who evacuated the Gaza Strip, and 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 as they say, approved the settlement's there. Against his voters' will. Whatever. I, I'm not sure. Because uh, even uh, even when he left the arena after having a stroke, uh, his successor got three times the votes that uh, Netanyahu got uh, when, when he split out of the Likud. But regardless of that, it's true, it's, it was against the, the majority of Likud members.
0: Yeah, people who voted Likud no. in, the, in the previous election. I would not say
2: that the 38 the
0: images of the
1: evacuation are still kind of seared into many people's minds I mean it was a it was into a tough settlers it, it
2: wasn't in Israel I lived there I was a political person there I thought it's 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 something major most of the Israeli public didn't care but I still care okay and I care about and and right now it's it sounds like like I'm uh, halluc- uh, hallucination right what I'm talking about. Uh, uh about settlers being yeah. uprooted now and all that it can happen i think uh, uh, and i think that that it, it, the settler uh, uh, uh human rights and civil rights should only sh- uh, and i say that as 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 the chair of the uh, uh, executive board of merits as someone who's uh, a, 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 you know a spokesperson of the, of the israeli uh, left uh, someone who truly believes as, as i Mentioned many times in this show already that we should not be there. The the uh, settlers' rights are should should be uh, taken into account, and and to evacuate all these uh, settlements now is at, at least problematic, if not impossible, from a human rights point of view. Okay, nothing is impossible, but it's very difficult because they 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 build their own. Uh, rights not to be uh, uh, disposed of. There. So, what's the solution?
1: Economic incentives?
2: Uh, that's one solution. That, that's you're one. You're not going to get
1: anybody out of Alon More for. I mean, what? Even if you pay him a million right. dollars, I think. I,
2: I think of something about. else. I think of a, of a Benelux. I think of of um, a situation where Palestine and Israel create.
0: Uh, Ex territories,
2: we're talking about confeder- confederacy, but confederacy in the American for, to the American listeners, oh, yeah. Especially these especially days, now, you guys yeah. might <laughs> your statues would be, uh, yeah,
1: uh, the Confederate Israeli flag, exactly.
2: But we're talking about uh, Benelux was a, a union between uh, Belgium, Luxembourg, and uh, and um, and uh, the Netherlands, which had freedom of movement and freedom of uh, trade between those. Uh, I mean, you could be a citizen of uh, of belgium and uh living in uh the netherlands but you know um, still getting the full rights as a as a resident but not as a uh, citizen you, you you would still vote so they'd in be, belgium
1: they'd be citizens of a palestinian state.
2: there will be residents of palestine citizens of israel uh. they will have the same the settlements would no stick.
1: Israeli security forces protecting them. No, no Israeli security forces
2: uh, protecting them. We'll I right. have a
0: militia. I, yeah. ho- the I, I militia. hope there would
2: not be a, and, and there should be a, you know, security agreements for that. Uh, it's <laughs> difficult to imagine. By the yeah, way, very, the, but I, I some would
0: say you're delusional. Uh,
2: perhaps <laughs> you uh,
1: even five minutes ago. Said, it sounds like I'm hallucinating. No, I, uh, yeah, right. Uh, uh,
2: the delusion would be that that uh, settlers would be apprudent now, but I think yeah, that's yeah. also that can also happen still. And I think the settlers themselves understand that, and that's why. And you said before that Israel is divided by two. You do know, you do realize that uh, about at least the majority of the, the settlers' uh, leadership is against the annexation right now because they because it's not
1: enough. In their n- eyes. No, because
0: they think that it will lead to a Palestinian a, a state, state. According to the Trump yeah. plan, Meaning so, it's giving and, too and much. And the the more moderate right wingers say, "Come on, you know the Palestinians. It's it, it's all it's right. a it's a show. It's right. a charade. Right. We'll annex, and we all know right. that nobody, nothing will happen." But afterwards.
2: the Yesha Council, the the official yeah. uh, representatives of the uh, of the settler uh, movement, they are against um and they have a campaign going on it's not like they're yeah. they're actually against i mean they're not like saying that with a, a blink or they they're actually against um so yeah i think i don't i don't think i'm delusional i think it's it's uh, doable uh with interim steps uh but for me the settlers are not the enemy not at all uh they're my brethren i i i by the way i respect their ideological commitment at least uh, many of them, not all of them. Some of them are, you know, extremely criminals, criminals, terrorists, racists. But the the, but the ones who are mean, you there. have there some some hubs yeah. uh, that can uh, that, that you know evolved into that. But at large, at large, the the, the settler ideological uh, population. I, I respect them. I respect them a lot. But I do think right now. I mean, I wish they weren't there in the first place because I think it's it's a real. Uh, danger to the Zionist enterprise. The the settlement enterprise is the most imminent danger, more than Iran, more than anything else, to the Zionist enterprises. Then I think, what are, as you said, what's your solution? So I'm I'm thinking creatively what you can do in such a shitty situation where you have so many Jews there.
1: The settlers are the largest uh, threat to Israelis. The settlements.
2: The settlements, not the settlers. Yeah,
1: but I'm saying the settlements, even that being the largest existential yes. threat to Israel seems to me so far fetched. I mean,
2: I, I, again, if you agree with me, like if
1: Iran has if Iran reaches nuclear uh, capacity, right, capabilities that that's not a bigger threat.
2: It's a threat that you can deal with, you know. You 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 have the abilities to can yoke them first. No you problem. Them first, you have you know. <laughs> no, but come on. this even is something.
0: A, even that's a pretty shitty situation. It's like to be it's in. like
2: comparing a mental health uh, problem to a uh, like severe one to cancer. When when you're um, when you're schizophrenic and it will, you might end up killing yourself, or whether you have cancer and you can treat it with. Uh, both are very bad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm very much against uh, Iran reaching a nuclear capacity.
1: Iran's the cancer. Yes. Okay. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. But, but the it. suicidal yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, tendency is, is also extremely head? dangerous, and it comes from within, so it's much harder to uh, deal with.
0: Uh, Some say that giving sovereignty to a population of people who will never cease. Too long for your destruction and you not being here that is the schizophrenic suicidal I, assumptions. I,
2: I, I hear that uh, I believe look we had you have an the,
0: the, why should I give them anything is what I'm asking you first of all because again because what you, they will do if what you want they would to, think, if you want, they...
2: you're not granting them any anything basically no, in your they're solution. signing a, they're signing a, a historical defeat while signing uh, such a, uh, an agreement with Israel. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. and, but and, and they will and they're get paying, a state. They're paying a huge price for their um, historical leadership back in 48. Right.
0: That's the truth. But for them it's the, just ins- a starting point. Instead of getting, point, instead of getting 40% of the... Con- for yeah. if, you know, you start, you put your leg in the door. And-
2: but I'm not talking about a temporary uh, a solution. I'm talking about a, a final right. uh, status uh, but solution. Once they a have a state, solution. Once they once they have so a state, so I'll give you an example. Many new roads are open. I to don't them. think so. Actually, it's the, compor- it's, it's the contrary. We had a state of war with Egypt, and uh, this was Israel's biggest enemy. If, if you compare it to Iran, even that was the biggest uh, existential threat to Israel. It almost uh, may. Uh, Came into reality in seventy three in October seventy three in the Yom Kippur War, and and we all know the trauma uh, that Israel undergone. Uh, Egypt itself stopped at one point. If it would have continued, Syria and Egypt would have uh, met its uh, their, their uh, would would have met in 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 Haifa or in uh, Tel Aviv. Um, v- this vicious enemy of Israel that killed more the, the most Jews since Hitler. I'm sorry. Uh, If you take the the, the, if you count the the casualties uh, on on, uh, our wars with uh, with Egypt, signed an agreement with us, that agreement um, remained intact after the signer of that agreement was assassinated because of that agreement, remained intact after Israel uh, for the first time ever conquered an Arab capital, Beirut, back in uh, 82. uh Muslim tact, Brotherhood, remaining intact before that, remaining intact of two Palestinian uprisings, and as you say, even after that regime was toppled, and in in, 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 in replacing him was the, the the same party that killed that assassinated that president, President Sadat, the late President Sadat, who signed the agreement with Israel. It was still kept intact.
0: But that's because this is apparently a rational country. And I don't think <laughs> that a population, which after so many, so such a long time, they still think that they will return, right? They can't give up the dream. They can't give up the keys to their ancient homes. They are not... In my opinion, that is not a rational way of thinking. So it's hard for me to sign you- a deal with people who who are not rational.
2: If you'll have a uh, public opinion poll, a deep one, in Egypt, and you compare it to Palestine, to the Palestinian territories, you would find much more um, understanding and acceptance of Israel in the Palestinian territories than in Egypt. I don't think you're, you're correct. It's a question of rationality. I believe that if you have an agreement that ends all claims and also has... Extremely strong elements of security. Look, we conquered, as you mentioned before in your opening remarks, uh, the, the, this territory in in what four days? I believe it was four days. The West Bank. We, uh, we're and we're much stronger now.
0: If we sign the deal and they get a state and they and rebel, d- is it fine by you that, that we conquer everything and kick them out to Jordan?
2: I don't think that would be the situation. It's not fine whatever is fine by me, I I don't think, I'm not against protective wars. I'm not a pacifist. I believe that uh, a country like Israel has to be very strong militarily speaking, and in specific situations has to be aggressive against uh, its attackers. Uh, I think that the situation in the occupied territories is where uh, and 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 you know we mentioned before we started this show that I used to be a right winger myself. Yeah, I was a member of the Likud party. I was a strong supporter of 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 the what we call Eretz Hashema, the Greater Israel, and and I changed, <laughs> I changed my 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 politics when I uh, when I was drafted when I served in the occupied territories. You know, I I I went into the into service uh, with with the speeches of Menachem Begin echoing in my head, speaking about how the Maccabeans, uh won over the uh the greeks and and you know what we celebrate in hanukkah every every year and i get, got there and i realized that we are the greeks in the occupied territories we are not the maccabeans they, they, they want freedom how come the jewish people can uh prevent freedom from a people that regards itself as a, as a, as a people. You know, and, and then the right wingers say it's not a people, whatever. Some Palestinians say that we're not a people, we're just a religion, whatever. A, a nation. I mean, the
1: Bible is also fraught with the Jews conquering and massacring and committing genocide.
2: We're not in a biblical. No, I know, era. I'm
1: just saying. But if you look to the Bible for inspiration, I look we can at find Bible, plenty of inspiration. I look at for the Bible for, stuff, for everything.
2: It's true. No, saying. but I, talk, I talked about Menachem Begin, I did talk <laughs> yeah, about the Bible no, no, per I se. Know. I'm saying uh, he's much say, more, kind more of contemporary.
0: Let, let from me, the Bible. Uh, let me rephrase the question. We don't have much time, but just, okay, if you are for protective wars, and so if, are you for or against, assuming Gaza is attacking us, conquering Gaza, and and the, I don't know what to do with uh, them, but let's there's, say there's kick a, them out to wherever. I'm not
2: in, in, in favor of kicking anyone out. To, uh, Anywhere uh, having a population transfer is is something that is is strong. I'm strongly against. I don't think it's imaginable to do it. Uh, so striking them immensely. Place. Are I, you for that? I'm I'm not for anything uh, of of that nature. Uh, I believe that the solution for Gaza has to be a political solution. Uh, and there you and, go. But so when not, we'll
0: have a Palestinian state, they will attack yeah, us. You the, also you won't yeah, say that there is no agreement with
2: Gaza. That's exactly what I'm telling you. There is no agreement with Gaza.
1: And there never will be. Why? I mean, because... They want to kill us all. We have, by
2: the way, we have a a very strong mechanism between Netanyahu and and, and Hamas working right now. It works very well. Uh, But if you will have a permanent status agreement with the Palestinians that would include Gaza too, then everything they'll do will, will not be... Uh, trying to fight their uh, controller but you just occupier you're for
0: protective wars
2: what well, I'm saying that in a, in an imaginary situation where the Palestinians would breach severely would attack Israel with rockets from uh, Ramallah to Jerusalem and from uh, uh, Kalkilia to Farsaba then, then, then of course we'll, uh, we'll can we we'll put have,
0: it in the agreement
2: what that, that it will be a breach of the agreement and Get we'll have pad. the right to defend, defend ourselves <laughs> of course of course Okay. But they we won't be it. able to do that because there'll be a severe control over what weapons uh, they, they will have or not have in such an agreement, exactly as they have now. I mean, they are cooperating with us, again, with our forces. They proved themselves over, over the past uh, uh, 15 years to be uh, cooperating with, with Israel. They thought it would lead them to a Palestinian state, but it only, only uh, 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 drives them apart, apart from it. it. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Who's cooperating? Hamas.
0: No, uh, PA. The,
1: PA, ah, okay. the
0: PA. Okay, PA. Okay, okay. Was a very interesting. Yes. What can we plug? Uh, like well,
1: the uh, hachazit right. www dot
2: hachazit org dot i l.
1: No hyphens, no anything. Nope. All one word. Yes. And All you right. accept donations there, I guess. Of
0: course. OK, there's and, an English section there and, and we uh,
1: can't we can't say to donate to you, but you can say that. But no,
0: I'm please kidding, donate. I'm kidding. Help donate, me. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go if you, believe, you support our, our efforts for support. democracy yeah. in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. We and didn't also, discuss that
2: at all, by the way. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, you'll have to come again. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'd love to. Um, also, you're on social media. Yes, um, you can uh,
2: uh, follow me on uh, Twitter or Izaki, you UR-I-Z-A-K-I, on Facebook. And of course, the front also, uh, but that's mostly in
0: Hebrew. Okay. I-, I
2: tweet every now and then also in, um, uh, in
0: English. Okay. And you do, and you do lectures. Right? Yes, I do. Zoom yes. lectures. I
2: uh, haven't tried that yet. Uh, if someone's interested, they can yeah, reach out. Please. Right? On yeah.
0: Twitter or wherever they yeah. can. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So before we go, we have three collaborations. First, with the Jewish Journal, they're at jewishjournal.com, so check them out for podcasts, articles. They're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, highly recommended. Also,
1: yes, israelnationalnews.com, guys, Arutz Sheva, uh, another great news outlet, check them out, israelnationalnews.com,
0: they're also on Facebook, Uh, sometimes we go live. Yes, and down in Australia, the Australian Jewish News. Ajn.timesofisrael.com for everything related to the Australian Jewish community. And that is it. Uh, we also accept donations.
1: Yes, to njbcom slash donate. If you want to throw a few bucks our way, we would really appreciate it. And that is it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you, Izaki. Thank you. Bye guys. Good luck.
0: Bye.